Welcome back, guys. It's Chase Gisbert and Tori Allen, and we are here with the Lions Den Sports Podcast, uh, doing a little Super Bowl recap yes, and sir, uh, just yes, our overall thoughts on the NFL season. First, though, we would like to give our uh, thoughts and prayers and condolences with um, the families and uh, people affected by the shooting uh, at the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade. I believe that was two days ago now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I mean, we could get into a whole spiel of that. Uh, the gun violence in America is kind of getting ridiculous. But, um, yeah, condolences to the families, uh, ultimately. But let's get into the game itself. So, congrats to the Chiefs. Uh, the dynasty is for real. Uh, what, three of the last five years they've won the Super Bowl? This yep, makes it yep. two in a row. Mahomes has three at 28. If you look at his stats, he's on pace to – really surpassed Brady if that's imaginable probably in everything but maybe rings because Brady has seven but uh shoot at this rate I don't know what's stopping him (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah exactly exactly uh um like if if you look at his first year starting you know the 50,000 not 50,000 uh uh, the 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 5,000 yards uh passing and 50 touchdowns season he had winning uh, um MVP and then and then from there, it's just been lights out. They've gone to the AFC Championship game every single the last yeah. six years, uh, won three Super Bowls in five years, and uh, and every Super Bowl that that he's won, he's he's had to overcome a ten point deficit. Um, I versus that. versus crazy. the Niners, the first time they were down twenty to ten with six minutes left remaining, and they scored eleven points on their, Excuse me, uh, twenty one points on their mm-hmm. Three touchdowns. Uh, um, and then, uh, obviously, last year, beating the Eagles in that squad. And then this year, beating the Niners. And f- with the exception of the 2019 uh, uh, Super Bowl, you could argue that the Chiefs were that, – that the Chiefs did not have the better team in the last two Super Bowls, and yet they won. Mm-hmm. Especially this season. This season, the Chiefs, they did not have a 1,000-yard rusher. They, they did not have a 1,000-yard receiver. Um, the office only I mean, Kelsey averaged... Kelsey didn't even get 1,000 yards? No, Kelsey wow. n- did he not He did get turn up in the yards. postseason. I'll give yeah. him that, though. Uh, um, the Chiefs only averaged 21 points per game, which was middle of the pack in the league, uh-huh. and by far the worst in the, in the Mahomes era. Um, th- the Chiefs led the league in drops this season, and many mm. people thought that that if they were to face Buffalo or the Ravens in, you know, in the playoffs, that they would, they, that they would lose. And not only mm-hmm. did they face both of those teams, but they went on the road. Yeah. And people were questioning, you know, Mahomes, he's never been in a road playoff game. He's mm-hmm. never had to do that before. This is new territory for him. And, well, he still performed. So, so um, and he's done all this all at 28 years old. Um, he's definitely on a great trajectory. Um, um, obviously, he's one of the most talented quarterbacks we've ever seen in, mm-hmm. um, in the game of football. So, so, um. I'm not gonna call him the, the goat right now because I think part of being uh, uh, a goat in your sport is that is that you do have to um, have that longevity factor. Yeah, he he does he doesn't have that yet. He's he's only been a starter for six seasons. Mm-hmm. So, but like, uh, he, but he's definitely on pace in my opinion. He's one hundred percent on pace. Yeah, undoubtedly he is. Um, yeah, I think he's if his career ended today, which obviously we don't want to, but uh, he would I think. For sure, be in the conversation as one of, already one of the greats, and uh, oh, yeah, he's well on his way. The only Brady, maybe because he beat him head to head. I don't know though. I know. 
I mean, the Bucks I think had a superior team that year, but yeah. uh, he's definitely on pace for sure to be the goat and already in that conversation. Uh, Kelsey as well for tight end, uh, greatest tight end of all time. I would still give it to Gronk personally, but same here, same here. But Kelsey is right there. Uh, all he's got all the accolades. You could say he's the greatest receiving tight end of all yeah, time. Yeah. Um, trying to think what else. Andy Reid. This is what now his third Super Bowl. Uh, Super Bowl yeah, all yeah. with the Chiefs. I know he made it at least once, I believe, with the Eagles, but lost. Yeah, uh, yeah. He made it with uh, Donovan McNabb and yeah, T.O. T.O. playing on like one leg, I think. Yeah, yeah. I was like 05, I want to say. I could be wrong. Maybe 04. I'm uh, not sure. Um, uh, it was because I think I think uh, Tio played that game with a, with a broken leg. Yeah, some some crazy. It was like something that. he was yeah. like playing on. And, and, and he still had over a hundred yards in that game yeah. too, which, which but, just uh, goes to show you how amazing yeah, he was. That's insane. But uh, yeah, Andy Reid's one of the greatest coaches ever too. Now I think, mm-hmm. and uh, certainly one of the arguably maybe the greatest play call caller ever. Oh yeah, I, I um, definitely think so. Yeah. But yeah, it was a it was a good game. It started off low scoring. Yeah, I think that fumble, the muff punt by the Niners, kind of opened things up. Yeah, it's kind of like both offenses started clicking after that. But um, that third quarter was yeah. awful for the Niners uh, because yeah, uh, because obviously you know the Niners they took a ten point lead um, um, and then the Chiefs had a last minute field goal right before halftime. And then the Chiefs' opening drive uh, of the second half, I think Mahomes threw an interception. Yeah, and I do. so I and forgot and about then that. Kyle Shanahan in that third quarter, I think, uh, and people talk about the overtime, right? Mm-hmm. But I think the third quarter is what actually lost in that game, because mm-hmm. in that third quarter Pull up they had three straight three and outs. Brock mm-hmm. Purdy went two for seven, and Christian McCaffrey only had one carry. Yeah. Now, now, that now, was the kicker. One carry to the best running back in the league. Exactly. That is just absolutely Chris ridiculous. Christian McCaffrey had twenty one hundred yards line, uh, um, twenty one hundred yard, twenty one hundred scrimmage yards, mm-hmm. fourteen hundred rushing yards, both and twenty one touchdowns. All three led all running backs this this season. Mm-hmm. They gave him four hundred touches in the regular season. At halftime, he led the team <clears> in touches. <throat> And then you go into the third quarter right. after an interception up ten to three. If you extend your lead to seventeen to three, or, or at least thirteen to three, you know we're, we're looking at a different ball game. But instead, you go three straight three and outs, and you give your best player only one carry. Mm. That's where the that's where they lost that game. And obviously the muff punt, uh, which was very unfortunate, mm-hmm. but that only happened because you went three and out. Imagine if you kept the ball and kept possession. Maybe that muff punt doesn't happen. Mm. So, um, uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I think I think they lost the game in the third quarter, one hundred percent. Yeah, I think an argument could be made there. Um, I don't know. I don't want to pile on Shanahan too much, but you gotta point the finger at him. I think uh, because this is now the third ten point lead he's blown. Yeah. Um, in the well, actually the fourth. I'm trying to get this right. Yeah, three. So yeah, three double-digit leads now. He's blown in Super Bowls. Two as head coach and one as uh, offensive coordinator for the Falcons. I mean, the yep. greatest collapse Super Bowl history, twenty-eight to three. Uh, he stopped. He didn't run the ball like he should. The clock management was really poor in that game to allow Brady to have that unbelievable comeback. Um, definitely deserved blame for that. Now he's a head coach. Um, he's on the Niners' twenty nineteen season, twenty twenty Super Bowl. Blows a. 10-point lead 
uh, to the Chiefs, which you were just yeah. talking about. It was uh, what twenty to ten, and they lost thirty one ten. It was they're up twenty one to ten with like halfway through the fourth quarter and wind up losing by double digits. And then this year, the same thing. They're up ten nothing. They want. I mean. That's crazy. Also, they had a 10-point lead on the Rams exactly. a couple of years ago in the NFC Championship uh, yeah. game they and were blew leading, that. They were so, leading 17-7 um, and going into the, the fourth quarter. Right. So, I don't I don't know what is it. It is poor uh, clock management, not running the ball enough. I know he is a really good play caller, but it's like when it matters the most, that's what people are going to look at. So, Definitely questionable. And then even more questionable, they fire. He announces that they're not going to get do any staff changes. And then the next day, he fires their D.C. Yeah, Brian Hooks. Who, which I think is ridiculous. They had yeah. one of the best defenses in the league. Um, they really played very well yeah. in the Super Bowl. Hell not yeah. to, Before Dre Greenlaw went out, I know people say, oh, it's just one player. He's very instrumental in their defense. Exactly. Him and Fred Warner together, tandem at linebacker, is probably the best in the league. Yeah. When he went down, a fluke injury, by the way. He's literally about to run onto the field, kind of just jumping up and down, getting ready. And then and pops his Achilles. Yeah, pops his Achilles. Uh, that, very unfortunate that's the thing, for him. man. Uh, especially with like sports athletes, your Achilles can pop at just any time because you're mm. working out so much. I remember a couple of years ago uh, with Clay Thompson, he popped his Achilles during practice, mm-hmm. a routine jump shot. No, uh, practice had I, I believe practice had had already ended, and he was getting up some, some extra shots and mm-hmm. came down like he usually does, and it just popped. Yeah. And so, uh, <clears throat> for, for and so for athletes, um, um, it, their Achilles can literally just pop at any time because like they're doing so much change of direction moving around and they're they're putting lots of strain on their achilles and at any given moment it could just pop mm-hmm. so uh same thing happened to rogers this season a, yeah. a, a routine tackle he's probably been tackled yeah, like that multiple times and it, it just gave out so mm-hmm. um very unfortunate for the niners uh, but like even with his absence they still held the chief to just three points right. uh, uh, um, at halftime they got that interception. Like, like things are really going their way, even with um, right. McCaffrey fumbling the football on their first drive. Things were, uh, the the luck was going their way, and then and then, you know, that mm-hmm. disastrous play calling, and then that's when the tide of the game really, uh, turned shifted for the Chiefs' favor. Right. So when I'm looking at the uh the box score, so it was 19 all. You hold Mah- Patrick Mahomes led. Andy Reid, Travis Kelsey offense under 20 points in regulation, and it still has to go to overtime. That's not good enough for me. Um, not to mention their defense. You could say, oh, well, they gave up the 16-yard touchdown on the first play, but, I mean, that's a moment turnover like that on the muff punt I'm referring to is so much a moment of a momentum swing. I wouldn't even really put that on the defense. You give yeah. your opponent the ball inside the 20, Patrick Mahomes, what do you think is going to happen? Yeah, exactly. So if you want to be – Technical, you could say they only really allowed 13 points in regulation, which is tremendous, and you're going to fire him instead of looking in the mirror at yourself, yeah. who probably lost the game on offense as we <laughs> exactly. just were definitely discussing. Did. Kind of head-scratching. He definitely deserves a lot of criticism. We'll see yeah. what happens. Am curious, Brock Purdy overall, I don't want to overreact to one game. Um, he really did have a fantastic season as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, I know the low point against the Ravens, he had four interceptions, primetime game. That was bad. But yeah. overall, he I mean, he got him to the Super Bowl. You could say they have a stacked roster. Yes, they do. 
Uh, but he still made enough plays to get him there. However, he didn't play great. I thought he just kind of played average. And that's same just, here. at the end of the day, that's not good enough to beat Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. Yeah, same here. As you saw. One thing I would like to say, though, I, I want to give credit where credit is due. Um, a lot of talk about this it might be the worst Chiefs team that's won it. I would like to give credit to their defense. I think 100%. this is undoubtedly their best defense that they've had Only allowed uh, with Mahomes. They were, and I think RG3 said this, and I completely agree. He said um, something to the effect of, like, Mahomes' uh, best weapon this year was their defense. Yeah. Uh, particularly Jer- LeJarrius Sneed and uh, Trent McDuffie were yes, absolutely 100%. locked down. Debo and Brandon Ayuk were almost nowhere to be found. Yep. George Kittle did nothing. I think what he had were like one or two catches. Yeah, two catches for four yards. That's I it. mean, that is pitiful. That's it. Uh, McCaffrey um, had like 80 of their receiving yards. So the, the yeah. Niners' pass game was almost non-existent outside Juwan, of dump-offs. Jennings, too. McCaffrey. Oh, yeah, Jawan Jennings. But he Would've was been the only Super one. MVP. I know. He was the only one doing anything, MVP. which is crazy. But in my opinion, I thought the Super Bowl MVP should have gone to uh, Trent McDuffie. If I'm being honest, yeah. I, that, that's my hot take coming mm-hmm. away from the Super Bowl. Um, the way he locked down Debo. Let's see how many PBUs he had. Yeah, he, he had multiple, man. Um, And the way he locked down Debo Samuel, and, like, you could say, oh, well, you know, he was hurt and stuff like that. But 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 to me, that's just, like, an excuse. Um, yeah. Uh, um, the, 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 way he, uh, the way he covered Debo Samuel in that game was, was phenomenal. And he had the biggest stop. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, late in the uh, fourth quarter, ball game 16 and all. Uh, third and four in the red zone. If the Niners, if the Niners convert that third down, they waste the clock, and maybe the Chiefs get the ball back with like twenty five seconds left. Mm-hmm. Now, um, now, now, obviously, uh, uh, we know Mahomes can get down the field in a hurry, but but referencing that Bills game, they still had three timeouts. You mm-hmm. Mahomes would have had to go down the length of the field, basically twenty five seconds left with no timeouts. Um, uh, um, and the and uh, uh, Steve Spagnuolo draws up a beautiful blitz. Trent McDuffie rushes the gap, puts his hands up, paw uh, 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 ball breakup, and you mm. give Mahomes the ball back with a minute thirty, as opposed to just twenty five seconds left. Right. So, so I think McDuffie had the biggest stop, um, stop of the game. Um, so I, so he was my Super Bowl MVP pick. I could uh, get on board with that, too. I'm looking at sets. He had three passes defended, two quarterback hits, none yeah. other uh, or none other more important than the one you were just mentioning. And, too, I know people say, oh, it was a blitz. He was on un, un, – uh, nobody was there to block him. But he disguised it like perfect. I saw yeah. the a replay of it. Uh, he actually coverage. took a – yeah, he took a half step back at pre-snap. And you can see Purdy. That's what's cool, like the details, little details of football people don't – uh, pay attention to that I find uh, awesome is that yeah so Purdy pre-snap like you're saying he took a half step back I mean Duffy and Purdy kind of looked and he's like okay you can tell he's like okay I'm good I got time and then he snaps it and then before you know it he's on him yeah yep. uh, he timed it perfectly and then like you said I know he had one pass breakup in the end zone uh, I think it was on Debo it was I, I forget Debo. was it the second or third quarter but it was a deep shot I mean it would have been a touchdown if he didn't get his hand up exactly um, just a beautiful play man I mean Ayuk Debo they were terrorizing secondaries all year and uh yeah mcduffie and sneed as well really yeah. pretty much shut them down uh outside of mccaffrey and a a couple plays from Jawan jennings the niners really didn't offer much on offense nope. uh 
But at the end of the day, the greatness of Mahomes yeah. shines through. Andy Reid, Kelsey, all of them. He was super clutch um, in that fourth quarter oh, and, yeah. and, and in overtime. And I think um, – oh, one thing you just said, overtime, that I didn't think of too with Shanahan. We're criticizing him for his clock management and play call. And not just this Super Bowl, but past ones. But his team didn't even know the overtime rules. Yeah. That's that a was a huge storyline. Um, the Chiefs, Andy Reid, they all went through it. They all knew the rules. Um, so, basically – and ironically, Patrick Mahomes is kind of why the rule exists. When he beat Josh Allen in that yeah. playoff game, they're saying, oh, it came down to a coin toss because he scored a touchdown. It's over. So in the regular season, it remains the same. Uh, if you score a touchdown in overtime first, it's over. But in playoff or in postseason play, uh, obviously Super Bowl postseason play, um, you get the possession or whoever gets it first um, can – Wait, hold up. I'm trying to think uh, oh, what I'm trying oh, to say. Oh, hold on, hold on. Uh, Whoever gets it first, uh, if you score first, the other team gets another possession, yeah, basically. Yeah. It's not over if you score Unless a touchdown. Unless you're a pick six. Right. Because then, then defense turns to offense, that's the possession. Right. Then a, a pick six or like a safety. Um, mm. um, so so but, basically. Um, they didn't know that. Yeah. Juice check was interviewed. I forget, maybe someone else. They had no idea. Yeah. Um, and multiple reports. I mean, like, as soon as the Super Bowl ended, like maybe ten minutes had went by and reports mm-hmm. are flying out. Niners didn't know OT rules. Niners didn't, didn't prep for OT and all these types of things, and that comes out of coaching. Right. Um. So yeah, just that's bad. You yeah. can't uh, uh in the Super Bowl you have to prepare for everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, every type of situation: two minute drill, halftime, two minute drill, overtime. Right. Um. Um. I was watching, uh, or, or not watching, but but but, but I, I was listening to James Jones. He he went on the Colin Cowherd show, and James Jones he he was a receiver for the for the Packers. And mm. Colin asked him, did did Mike McCarthy ever go over overtime rules? And and and, and James Jones said, um, um, at the start of the season, and and uh, or or yeah, at the start of the season, and after every practice, Mike McCarthy would scream, OT OT. Mm-hmm. And everybody knew what that meant. Right. Let, let's go down, um, uh, and 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 run our plays for overtime, uh, and, and so and and that's something Kyle Shanahan should have implemented in in his game plan. Cause and I know it's a Super Bowl, and like there's only been two ever overtimes, but it's still something you get yeah. your game. And ironically, for. he was on the losing end of both of them exactly. as head coach and offensive exactly. coordinator. He's with the been Falcons. a part of both overtimes in the Super Bowl history, and he lost both. <clears throat> um, yeah, well said. I mean, I don't know how that happens. I wish the 49ers would have scored first and celebrated because yeah. the, basically what we're explaining the new rules, if you score a touchdown first in the postseason, the other teams will still get the ball back. So their players thought it was the old overtime rules, just assume because he Shanahan hadn't informed him. He said something like he informed each position coach to let him know, and maybe that didn't happen, but that's just not a very good plan. To me, you should have everyone in a room and go over with the entire team as the head coach making sure they know. Um but yeah, that would be funny if they scored thinking they won it. It's like Mahomes get they get the ball back. Yeah, yeah, but that anyway, would, that would have been a hilarious Twitter moment, man. It would have been hilarious. But anyway, they uh, they had to settle for the field goal, and then I think everyone with any sort of football knowledge knew uh, when Mahomes getting the ball back, 
uh, needing a touchdown, though, and he gets a touchdown, he wins. I yep. knew it was going to happen yep. before even the first play of the series. I was just waiting yeah. on it. I saw some jokes saying, you know the game's over when Mahomes does that sassy walk. Uh, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> he does that sassy walk with the finger thing. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. But uh, I, I saw that, too. Actually, I saw I saw that this morning. I saw you uh, repost yeah, that yeah, thing on yeah. TikTok. That's you funny. know the game's over yeah. when he does this. I saw that. <laughs> With the that is, that's true. But, yeah, to me, at the end of the day, it just came down to, uh, first and foremost, Mahomes, of course, the X Factor, yeah. arguably uh, already one of the greatest quarterbacks ever in that discussion. Um, when you got him on your team, it's just such an advantage, especially in the Super Bowl, biggest game of them all. And then also, I would say – that coincided with coaching is what, to me, pushed the Chiefs over the top, as well as their DBs uh, shutting down the Niners' pass game. But, uh, yeah, I think it's fair to say Andy Reid completely and utterly outcoached Kyle Shanahan in this game. Yep, yep. Um, uh, and now uh, now that the Super Bowl talk is over, um, um, we do want to go over some of the picks, uh, uh, mm-hmm. or, 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 excuse me, some of the award winners, uh, uh, most notably MVP I think <clears throat> I think this is, has been the most controversial MVP type season. Yeah. Uh, because all of the top flight quarterbacks, mm-hmm. they didn't, they either weren't healthy or or they had down years. You know, Mahomes, right. he he get a down regular season. Yeah, statistically speaking. Um, um, Josh Allen, he only he only really had, uh, um, well, hold on, it was the like Bills were like really, yeah, yeah, exactly. that did I mean because he led the league in turnovers, I think. He had over twenty, right? Yeah, yeah, o- o- over twenty. If you include yeah, fumbles. fumbles too, yeah. So, uh, he he led a league in turnovers, and then the Bills the only looked good for like basically one month of the season. Yeah, in the and, last half, the first half was pretty abysmal. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so people were like really hunting and looking, and like we mm. finally settled on Lamar Jackson, which I think he was. Uh, deserving of, of 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 MVP given the state of like the quarterbacks, mm-hmm. but um, but lots of people were saying maybe this should have been a year. You know, we give it to Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, I kind of fell in that party. Um, I mean, Lamar Jackson, a fantastic player, but mm-hmm. uh, after he won, I kind of I saw the like kind of uh, controversy, I guess, if you will, in social media, people saying uh, he shouldn't have won. And I looked at his stats, I was like, dang, like he. He was 15th in passing yards, and I was yeah. like, oh, well, he must have had a, a crap ton of rushing yards, and he I don't think he had 1,000 rushing yards. No, he usually he had, gets he, yeah, a lot more than yeah. that. So, uh, I mean, he still had a great season. It was more just kind of the Ravens' play style, I think, just kind of managing games, relying on the run game and defense. Yeah. Um, but Plus, you know, uh, lots of Ravens fans kept saying, oh, well, Gus Edwards uh, – I, th- I think he had, like, 13 rushing touchdowns. I think yeah. 10 of them came within a five-yard line. So, mm-hmm. so like, Lamar would get him down there, and then they would just hit off the guts. Yeah. So, so maybe Lamar touchdowns look closer to 40 if they just uh, touch-pushed him in there yeah. instead of uh, giving it to Gus. But, you know, <clears throat> uh, like I said, I, I think amongst the QBs, I, I think he was the best-performing QB this season. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, uh, it, uh, I definitely agree with you that that maybe uh, this season should have went to a guy like McCaffrey. Uh, you know, you know, like I said, two thousand um, yards from from the line of scrimmage led all running backs, um, led all running backs in rushing uh, yards and touchdowns. Was the best player <coughs> on the best team in the National Football League, and the offense ran through him. 
Yeah. Yeah, like, like, like the reason why the play action works so well and the passing game works so well was because they were running the football at an elite level through McCaffrey. So, um, I think, uh, um, I, 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 yeah, I, I wouldn't mind seeing you know the war go out to him. Mm. But, but you know, Lamar was deserving of it though. Yeah, for sure. It's cool to see him get a uh, two MVPs. Not gonna yeah. lie, I wish he would have beat the Chiefs, but uh. Is what it is. I think we covered that on the last pod. Yeah, how they yeah, just did, didn't did. run the ball for some reason. But uh, moving on. So yeah, speaking of McCaffrey, though, he did win Offensive Player of the Year, well deserved. Um, there, uh, who the Rookie of the Year was C.J. Stroud. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very well deserved. I did feel bad for Puka Nakua because I feel like it was almost a year where they both deserved it. Yeah, exactly. But exactly. Being a quarterback, obviously at a more marquee position, yeah. and then. Uh, Leading a franchise that was what like two or three wins the yeah, year before. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the Texans were terrible, and he brought awesome. them to the playoffs, won the AFC South. So he yeah. definitely uh, deserves huge kudos yeah. and props. And man, the AFC quarterback picture is crazy. I like know. just going forward, obviously Mahomes, Lamar, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow kind of got forgotten about because he got hurt, but uh, we know he can perform at an elite level. Yeah. Um, now you got C.J. Shroud. I mean. There's some guys in the AFC at there quarterback. Are, there are, and uh, two other awards that were pretty controversial was the um, um, comeback player of the year award and uh, uh, yeah. uh, um, defensive player of the year award. Mm. We can start with, or excuse me, um, come and uh, uh, coach of the year too, because Kevin Stefanski he he did win uh, coach of the year. I thought that was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I thought um, they absolutely robbed the Miko Ryan's. In my yeah, opinion, I was gonna say I, I think they absolutely robbed the Miko Ryan's. Yeah. I mean, you bring a team from. Let's look it up to confirm. I I, I think they won talking, like uh, it was uh, two or three. Win. I want to say yeah, uh, because coming into this season, the Browns were expected to be amongst one of the better AFC teams, mm. and that's what they were. And, and obviously they went through turmoil at the QB position. You know, Watson was playing bad, and mm-hmm. then, and then they brought in, uh, and then DTR came in. He wasn't that much better. And then they signed beat Joe the Niners somehow. I know. And then they brought in Joe Flacco off of, uh, you know you know you know uh, off his couch. So like obviously <laughs> yeah. they had some QB trouble this season. Uh, but like part of what makes. Uh, a specifically coach of the year war is is your ability to turn around uh, um, uh, a team and Kevin um, Stefanski didn't do that because the Browns were expected to be good this season. Mm-hmm. People were not expecting the Texans to win ten games, win a division, right, and, and win near. a playoff game. Right. This was a thought to be a complete rebuilding yeah, year. Yeah, exactly. And the um, fact that he comes in right away and they and they do all of that with a rookie mm-hmm. QB. So yeah, Shroud. I mean, Houston uh, definitely doesn't have a problem. They got Shroud and uh, D'Amico Ryan's. I mean, head coach and quarterback. If you got that, you're pretty much set. Obviously, all the other positions are important, but that's really the foundation, I think, for a a, a great team. And uh, their future is definitely bright. But I agree. I thought thought he got robbed. I looked it up. They went three thirteen and one last year. Were terrible. Had the second pick. Pick Shroud. Uh, D'Amico Ryan's. Um, did he? This was his first full season, right? Yes. Did, I want to say he was the inner room for a little bit last year, or not? Or maybe no, not. no, no. He was with the Niners all of last year. Oh, you're as right. The DC. Yeah, the DC. Yeah, yeah, you're completely right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So his first year, I mean, that's cr- a crazy turnaround. Yeah. I think he lost by like one or two votes. It was really close, but yeah, I still I, think he definitely got robbed. Yeah. Uh, what he did was far more impressive than 100%. Stefanski to me. 
Um, and then obviously there's there's a controversy with uh, comeback player of the year, even mm-hmm. though uh, with Demar Hamlin and uh, Joe yeah. Flacco. I uh, thought Baker should have won it. Yeah, first, yeah, man. yeah. Baker, Baker too. I, I forgot. I forgot he he was he was a candidate. Um, if you look at all three candidates, right? Joe Flacco, he wanted only playing six games, mm-hmm. and and he came back from his couch. Baker right. Mayfield, last you know this time last year, people thought he was done. Mm-hmm. Like, like 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 there's no way he's an NFL starting QB. Maybe a backup or or like a third stringer, but like people thought his career was done and he would be out the league, right? Mm-hmm. People thought he was going to Tampa to rot to basically yeah. waste his last year in the NFL, and then he comes out, throws four thousand yards, twenty eight touchdowns, and gives the Buccaneers uh, a playoff victory mm-hmm. uh, uh, with with largely the same exact roster Brady had last year, right. and then um, and then obviously Demar Hamlin nearly died a year ago. Right. Um, um, and then and then he comes back and, and and although he didn't really appear in many games, I think he I think we can count on one hand how many snaps he took this yeah. season. But like the fact that he was able to come back from mm-hmm. from basically being dead to yeah. to playing his dream sport again, even if it was for like a little while, I think that says something. So so I would have been fine with either one of those as either one of those two dudes winning it. I don't think comeback player of the year. Uh, um, um sh- should have went to Flacco. Yeah, yeah, that's just my opinion. Mm, I agree. Um, it was cool. He had like a little mini insanity run for a few weeks at yeah. the end of the regular season. Got him in the playoffs, but I mean, he threw. I, I know. I think they say the awards are just on the regular season. Yes, is that correct? Yeah, yeah. So in fairness, but uh, it kind of looks bad too when he throws two pick sixes in the playoff game. But to me, it was just too small of a sample size, as you were saying. He only played, started six games. At the end of the year, on a team that was already really had the pieces in place. I mean, I'm not trying to take credit away from him. I just don't think he deserved this award. Same here. Um, I would have given it to Baker. I know DeMar Hamlet, it's it's a great story. Um, Obviously, I mean, what he went through, I can't even imagine. Uh, Basically, was resuscitated last year. I mean, it's all over the news. Everyone heard about that uh, the fact that he's even able to suit up is a miracle in itself yeah um i think if he would have played a little bit more i would have uh if i had a vote i'd vote for him uh just because he didn't play a whole lot of snaps uh i kind of just like baker's uh story i'm looking at his stats uh four thousand yards as you said 28 touchdowns the 10 interceptions um, he was uber efficient. His QB rating was 95 yep. for the season. And he led the Buccaneers um, to division title. I know the NFC South was one of the maybe the weakest division. Uh, but still, I mean, led them to the playoffs. Um, and they got out of the first round, beat the uh, runners up from last year. I know the Eagles collapsed, but still blew them out in the wild card game. I just thought he played really good ball and really resurrected really his career. And that's who I would have voted for. Yep. Shout out to Dave Canales too, because he played a huge part in Baker uh, Mayfield coming back. Mm-hmm. I think he's now the head coach for the Panthers. So, uh, yeah. um, and also uh, last year, Dave was a QB coach and which, and that was a year Gino broke out. Yeah. So, so, uh, so, He's building up a good a good uh-huh. track record. Hopefully, Bryce he can, uh, Young breakout year maybe. Yeah, kinda. yeah. Hopefully, he can change the minds of uh, people. Um, and then obviously, uh, uh, 
the depoy award this was very huge especially on yeah. like Steelers. Yeah, i know you uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was yeah. scared man shoot yeah. him and stefanski getting uh yep, fraudulent yep, awards yep. huh yeah the browns had uh the coach of the year, the depoy, and the comeback player of the year. So oh, surely, I forgot about that. So yeah, so and surely they won a playoff game, right? You can make arguments that all three um, didn't nope. didn't deserve it as we were nope. breaking it down. T.J. Watt led the league in sacks um, mm-hmm. um, for the second time in three years. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he caused more first. Um, he had more forced fumbles. I think they had the same amount of pressures this season. Mm-hmm. And Miles Garrett, he had one sack in his last seven or six yeah. games of the season. Uh-huh. And, you know, he still won Depoy. Uh, and, 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 and I'm not saying Miles Garrett didn't deserve it because because he absolutely, he uh, um, um, I think he's one of the best defensive players in, in, in the entire league. Um, um, I think he might even be a top 10 um, football player in, in the league. Mm-hmm. But given the year that, that 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 TJ had, I thought he was better. Uh, uh, it it felt like, um um, the league was like, okay, Miles Garrett, it's your turn to win DPOY. TJ right. won it last year. Miles Garrett is your turn. Michael Parsons is probably gonna be next year. Uh-huh. No no matter like TJ was probably gonna have like thirty sacks next year, but they're gonna give it to Michael Parsons because well, it's his turn to win it. Yeah. So so that's how I feel. I and I think. TJ came up third in and and deep play voting. I, I don't think he Which finished second. Which is ridiculous, second. and yeah, I, he yeah. should have won it. I agree with you. Um, I'm looking at the stats. Uh, he led the league in sacks again, as you mentioned, 19. Yeah. Uh, what the NFL record is it 23 uh, or 24? 22 and a half. In 22 which, and a half. In which TJ tied it two years ago. Yeah. And whenever he tied the record two years ago, there were still people campaigning for Miles Garrett to win deep. Play. Yeah, that's crazy. So he led the league 19 sacks. Miles Garrett had 14. So I mean that's pretty sizable difference. Five more. Yeah. Uh, TJ White also had an interception. Miles Garrett didn't have one. Forced fumbles. They both had four. Yeah. TJ White recovered three. Uh, Miles Garrett recovered one, uh, and then all the the TFLs, the tackles. Uh, Watt was way ahead of Garrett. Yep. And all in that department. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I saw more like on Instagram. I think it was like more of an advanced like pass rusher metric, and they yeah. broke it down. And TJ Watt beat out Garrett in almost every category. Yeah. But, so uh, uh, but, maybe it's voter fatigue. Yeah. I don't know, kind of like the NBA, maybe with Giannis yeah. and Jokic. I, we'll I, see what I happens think, this year. I but. think the NBA. I, I should not NBA. I, I think I think the NFL is um, um, with certain players. They're moving towards more more advanced stats, mm-hmm. and and people saw oh Garrett he gets double teamed more than TJ Watt, and you know his production is nearly the same. And stuff like that, and it's like, and I, and I think his pass rush win rate was like the highest in the league, something mm-hmm. like that. And so using those stats, they gave it to, to Miles. But but the thing is, what what double team percentage doesn't account for is that whenever T.J. Watt lines up far right or, or far left, you know, you're you're not gonna get double teamed that far out as opposed to when Garrett lines up, he's lined up in the middle, so therefore right. teams can account for to double him. Yeah, context is important. Yeah, exactly. And so and so when Watt rushes in, not only is he drawing a holding call, but but the running back, uh, uh, uh he he he's also you know there to to, to double team him. Mm-hmm. But like they don't, but like the stat doesn't account for that though. It strictly accounts for, 
uh, you know, offensive line. So like, right. there's just certain context that gets missed. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but yeah, I, 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 I obviously I think TJ should have won it. Hopefully he does win it next year. I want him to break that sack record to officially get number one. Yeah. Um, but but uh, but yeah, um, you know, like I said, uh, Miles Garrett, great defensive player. But yeah, I I just think TJ should have won it. I agree. I want to know uh, what the Watts feed their children because oh, JJ, yeah, no, man. JJ, and now TJ is crazy. Yeah. But I, I do agree. I think TJ should have won it. Uh, so to be honest, we kind of disagree with most of the awards they given they gave out. I mean, I know it, we could argue about it all day. There's always debates and controversy every year, but uh, yeah. I think we made some valid points. Um, but hey, I mean, at the end of the day, shout out to the people who won yeah, exactly, uh, their respective exactly. awards. All great players. Mm-hmm. Um, was that all the? Uh, yeah. I know. D actually, defensive rookie of the year was it Will Anderson? I believe. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, well, well deserved. Uh, he's a stud. Uh, shoot, they got Shroud and him t- in the same draft class. That is crazy. I know. It's it's so, and crazy. the Texans. Yeah, I just really yeah, offensive and defensive rookie of the year both on the Texans. Yeah. Um, shoot, that's like the Saints in seventeen, making me miss the good old days, man. <laughs> but <laughs> that's what uh, I believe. Camara and Lattimore. Yeah, I think they both did. won yeah, offensive yeah, yeah. and did. defensive they rookie did. of the year. Man. And that was the Minnesota Min- Minneapolis yeah. miracle year. Yeah, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. Can't believe the Saints, man. They fumbled away that easy schedule. Oh, oh no. That, they we did make yeah, so for the locals that hopefully tune in, uh the Saints, <clears throat> I mean, as I'm sure you know, we got rid of Pete Carmichael, which is a huge plus. Yep. Hired uh, Gary Kubiak's son, I believe, mm-hmm. um, as the new OC. He was like the passing game coordinator for the 49ers. Uh, seems like a good hire. We also got somebody else, I believe, for run game coordinator that looked like a pretty good hire. So not we're bad, going with more bad. youth, which is definitely needed because Carmichael was aging. He's been here. He put in his time and did a good job, um, not this year, but like in years past. Yep. But uh, he had been here since like '09. I think his first year was when we won the su- our only Super Bowl. Oof. So, uh, yeah, I think it was just time for him to move on. Um, but, but yeah, we'll see. Um, seen on Twitter, it looks like people are getting behind Carr. I- I'll give him a pass. I know Saints fans, I including me, were criticizing him a lot. I, I think OC absolutely matters though. Uh, in year two, with a hopefully better offense. Uh, designed for him and another offseason to kind of mesh and gel with his receivers. Uh, We'll see what happens, but uh, I think it's Dennis Allen. It's kind of now or never. Some people wanted to have gone after this year. I don't mind giving him and Carr another chance, but I think it's kind of playoffs or bust uh, next year. 100%. And it's definitely kind of like their money year. Like, if you don't get the job done, uh, here's the door. (laughs) But uh, we'll see who we draft. I'm kind of curious. Um, it would probably be. It seems like we always go for the line, which I mean, can't really complain about. Offense, our offensive line definitely needs hope. Yep. Um, and uh, we will be doing a podcast for the uh, uh, draft because uh, because uh, uh, yeah. obviously got got some hyped up players. Uh-huh. Uh, obviously, Caleb Williams, Drake May, mm-hmm. Jake Daniels Mike, is getting a lot of steam yep, from yep, LSU. Yep. Uh, uh, Michael Penix, uh, JJ McCarthy. I'm not, mm. I'm not too high on him. Yeah, I, I don't know what to think of him. He, he kind of reminds me of uh, 
I don't want to say Brock Purdy. I feel like that's disrespectful to Brock yeah. Purdy because he led the team to the Super Bowl. I know McCarthy just won a natty in college, but uh, Michigan really relied really heavily on their run game and their yeah. dominant defense. He Did made he enough like, plays, but his yeah his yeah. stats were. I don't even very think he threw twenty passes in that underwhelming. Game. Yeah, in the national championship, yeah. he probably I think most games he didn't even reach that. Yeah. Um. So we'll see. He's kind of like. I hate the game manager label, but I don't really know what else you would call him. He does make some nice plays, but I remember two years ago, um, or last year rather, they lost in the semifinal game in the playoff to TCU, who, which was a big upset, and he threw, I believe, two pick sixes in that game. Cool. So at least one, and I think maybe if the other one wasn't a pick six, they ran it back and basically scored like kind of similar to the uh, – Chiefs getting a turnover and punching mm-hmm. it in against the Niners in the Super Bowl. But we'll see. I do have a question mark with him. But the quarterback class is stacked. Uh, yeah. Caleb Williams, you could argue generational talent. Uh, Jaden Daniels went in Heisman. And, I mean, uh, watching him at LSU, uh, just <laughs> a special player. Uh, I know I hate comparing, like, guys in the draft to, like, just bona fide stars. I feel like it's a little disrespectful, yeah, but yeah, you got to compare them to somebody and you could see the vision. Uh, I could see Jaden Daniels. He does kind of remind me of Lamar a little bit. Yeah. Just the way he runs, he's so smooth. 100%. He really improved his uh, deep ball passing, was electric at LSU this year, um, throwing downfield. So he's a, a true dual threat. Uh, very lethal. We'll see what yeah, happens. Drake Mays is stud. Uh, I think people sleep on Bo Nix and Michael Penix, uh, yeah. Jr. Yeah, it's just that they're they're older. Yeah. By the time the draft comes, they'll be twenty four. Uh-huh. Um. Um. So and so the likelihood of them, um, progressing like a Caleb Williams or or or, right. or like a Drake May is like slim to none. Mm-hmm. But uh. But you know, you'll never know. We will have to see. And uh, before we do close out, uh, I did win the line for the season. Barely beat out Chase here. I I called 141 games correctly, including Uh the playoffs. He called 138 correctly. Uh, Shouldn't have bet against Mahomes. I still would have lost, but... Now, 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 we did miss a couple of weeks due to due to winter break. I think we were yeah, both two just, or three. I think yeah, I think we were both just decompressing, like relaxing and stuff like yeah. that. But 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 when you know, overall, it was a fun season. Uh, <clears throat> um, and yeah, man, that's it. I I get the lion. <laughs> Definitely line up, well deserved. Yes sir, yes sir, yes sir. Yes, sir. Uh, no, yeah, it was a really overall a great NFL season. Mm-hmm. Uh, capped off by the Chiefs, of course. Uh, I'm no Chiefs fan by any means. I was pulling for the Niners, but hey, you gotta give credit where credit is due. Uh, Mahomes, as we said, uh, certainly in that goat conversation already before age 33. Super Bowl rings to his name. Uh, it absolutely is a dynasty. Three out of five years. We'll see if we could get some new blood next year. Yep. Um, I'm personally as a Louisianian. I'm hoping for uh. Joe Burrow and the Bengals and Jamar Chase that come home. The Super Bowl is in New Orleans. Yep. That would be pretty storybook if they could make it and win it. Uh, obviously, I would hope the the Saints, but I'm, I'm a realistic fan, and I don't I, think we have any shot at the yeah. Super Bowl. I'll, be, I'll just be happy if we uh, win our division and make the playoffs and maybe win the wild card round. Yep, and you know, you know, basically at this point, the AFC runs to the Chiefs, man. It doesn't yeah. matter if they're home or away. You, you still got to beat them. Mm. Uh, uh, to get to where you want to go. Right. 
What it, I do want to hear your thoughts on the Steelers though, because I know there's a lot of uh, buzz about. I think the Steelers are like yeah. the the Vegas's favorite to get Justin Fields in free agency. How yeah. would you feel about that? Uh, I don't know. Uh, you know, obviously we hired Arthur Smith as our offensive coordinator. Yeah, that's I, yeah. I was surprised at that because he same here. We both criticized him all year. Yeah, uh, I think a lot of people did, and, and didn't do a great job with the Falcons at all. Yeah, and like and like obviously. Obviously, I know that, that 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 like some 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 people are just better coordinators than the yard coaches. Yeah, that's a great point. Uh, uh, obviously, with with Steve Spagnuolo, um, um, he was an awful co- uh, um, head coach, like mm-hmm. absolutely terrible. That is but, a great point. But 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 as a defensive coordinator, he's great. Hey, he's, he's arguably phenomenal. the greatest of all time. Yeah. I think he's got five Super Bowl rings. Yeah, yep. and people forget maybe for our younger audience, he uh was the Giants DC. Yeah, at least one was it the I think it was the year where they somehow beat the the Patriots who yeah. were like eighteen and zero. Yeah, yep, and I was yep. the David Tyree catch, but he was the DC that what held Brady. I know it's a different era, but still he held Brady and then the fourteen yeah. points. Yeah, exactly. In the Super Bowl, so which so, was crazy. so. He ate, so his resume as a DC is is phenomenal. So mm-hmm. maybe it's the same way with Arthur Smith. I won't be too too optimistic. Um, as for Justin Fields, I do think he's an upgrade over Kenny Pickett. Yeah, definitely. Um, um, so so, uh, if you bring in Justin Fields, he brings in that dual threat ability that we've mm-hmm. never really had. I I I mean. Um, yeah, now that you say that, all when I think of the Steelers, all I think of is Big Ben back yeah, there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you think of Big Ben and elite defense. If uh-huh. uh, and and I, and I know in Tennessee, Arthur Smith, he had an elite rushing attack. Mm-hmm. So 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 if we, um, if we really hone in on our defense this year, and we can be one of the best rushing teams in the league. With Najee, with Jalen, and mm. with Justin Fields. Yeah, that's Fields. a nice one-two punch. Yeah, and then yeah. with Fields for so, sure. So, if, if we could do those things, and if we, if we can find ways to give the balls to our best playmakers, I think we could have not like a top 10 offense, but I think our offense could be pretty respectable. Mm-hmm. And then that would ease up the pressure on our defense. And I think right. that would... Uh, and and I and I think our defensive stats would skyrocket because because like statistically last year we were the thirtieth ranked defense but like we really weren't yeah. it was just that we were on the field so like much the whole game on yeah exactly because our offense would go three and out literally ninety percent of the game mm-hmm. so 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 I think if we could implement the run and like have if we could have a top five rushing attack. And um um, but like overall, I like a respectable offense. I think we could make it back to the playoffs, man. And hopefully, mm. get a win. Ho- hopefully, get a win. I'm, yeah. I'm just asking for one playoff win at this point. Yeah, that's my expectation. Um, well, shoot, I'm thinking. I don't know if the Bucks have any contracts running out. I know Mike Evans, uh, Chris Godwin, yeah. all them, some of their key defenders. And Devin White might be making a move. Yep. Uh, Think he was a little disgruntled. We'll see. I mean, the Bucks will be the favorites again, but I, I do expect the Saints to win the division. I think if we don't, or at least make the playoffs somehow as a wild card, I think Dennis Allen will be gone and possibly Derek Carr. Um, but yeah, Steelers. I mean, y'all got a good young core: George Pickens, Deontay Johnson, uh, and then like you said, Jalen Warren, Najee Harris. I want to see Najee Harris kind of rebound. He started to do better at the end of the year, but he had such a promising rookie year, and it was kind of surprising how bad he was at 
particularly the beginning of this season. Yeah. But maybe he's you said that run guy game. That starts off slow. Yeah, maybe you get him going. Uh, definitely be a help. Yeah. Uh, he starts off slow and he is slow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like he lost this step. Maybe he was playing hurt. Uh, who knows? But, uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, and that'll close the book on uh, this NFL season. We'll still be doing our podcast, though, of course. Yeah. Uh, we got a Look lot of lots of NBA Southeastern. Yeah, and NBA as well. It's the All-Star break. Uh, we'll probably do a podcast on that another day. A lot to unwrap on the first half of that season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll also um, probably do a podcast here soon on South, just Southeastern sports. I'd like to shout out real quick the basketball team, both basketball teams, the women and the men's. Uh, women trying to defend their title. They did lose a tough one that you were at last night to Lamar. So yeah. a game behind them, I believe, in the standings. But still, the title is still attainable. And obviously, really, the tournament's the big thing now because it's an automatic berth yeah. into and the March Madness. And then the men's team, five-game winning streak. Uh, they they both play tomorrow. Uh, the women play at 1, and the men play at 3.30 uh, at the UC. So go out and support. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout, shout out to the men, man, because like it was looking dark. Uh, um, yeah, you know, it was. You know, like like you said, they've won five straight games and also six out of their last seven games. Mm-hmm. Started the year seven and uh, thirteen, had two separate four game losing streaks at one point, and now um, um, they're thirteen. Excuse me, and now they're twelve and thirteen, only mm-hmm. a game back from from being five hundred. Um, so they're playing some good basketball, man. So yeah, shout out to them. Yeah, and their conference record, I think, is winning. 7-5. Uh, and 7-5, and five, yeah. So, I, I don't think – mathematically, I don't think we're out, but we're probably not going to win uh, – definitely probably not going to win the regular season title. But uh, still, it's really good that how we're finishing, and we're hot. People know – I mean, you know how March Madness is. It's really – Anything can happen. Yeah, anything can happen. If you get hot at the right time, uh, who knows, and I think this team is peaking at the right time uh, – Shoot, we already beat McNeese, gave them their only Southland loss. Mm-hmm. Uh, so who's to say we can't maybe meet with them in the co- tournament championship and pull it off again and exactly. go dancing uh, come March. But uh, that'll be interesting. Uh, softball and baseball. Or softball actually has started, um, I think they went 5-0 and the first weekend and shut out their opponents. They give up a single run, which is awesome. Uh, so, yeah, they're – they continue the role. Shout out Coach Freeman. Uh, he's been awesome every year he's been here. Hopefully they could slay McNeese this year finally. It's like that, just the team in their way, but uh, they've been great, looking like another great season. Um, and then baseball, new coach, uh, Bobby Barbier, coming over from Northwestern State. We'll see what he can do uh, in the first game, or first series this weekend, first game, actually tonight. Mm-hmm. So, uh so, yeah, that'll do it for the Lions Den Sports Podcast. I'm Chase Gisbert. And I'm Troy Allen. And we'll see y'all next week. Yes, Peace. sir. Peace.